The Groovy Salami Podcast is an independent project. The voice that's currently entering your ears belongs to your host, Groovy. I'm an online commentator and voice artist. The commentary in this program is fundamentally based on music. However, I also explore themes of entertainment, art, popular culture, and etc. I am not a music critic. I am simply an external commentator of music culture. Let's get groovy, ladies and gentlemen. Hello friends, here are some culture updates. Kanye West is now a billionaire. I guess dinner with Jay-Z really is the key to success because that man has probably had quite a few of them. Um, Forbes was the one to break the story that Kanye West uh, had made a billion dollars, but uh, then Kanye West released a statement. He basically, he texted Forbes and and, uh, to inform them that the real number was actually 3.3 billion. And, um... Uh, I didn't. I didn't even know that you could text Forbes or that Forbes had a phone number. But hey, I guess that's why Kanye is the billionaire rapper, and I am not. <laughs> and I also don't really understand um, the the process that would take place. Whereas Forbes just finds out that Kanye has a billion dollars early enough for him to correct them that they had the number wrong. But hey. Again, I'm not the billionaire rapper, but I guess there's just like a, a boardroom of executives up at the <laughs> Forbes headquarters that's just sitting around with like really, really, really greedy rich people who who, who are just like, they smell a billion dollars, and then they ju- they 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 just they just release the story to the news. I guess that's how it works. I don't know. Uh, Drake just released a new album. And it is called, it's literally just releasing as I was recording this, so I decided to throw it in here, Dark Lane Demo Tapes. Uh, You know, it's just released uh, midnight on, you know, uh, 1st of May, so it will definitely be out by the time you're listening to this, so that's something to check out. Car Seat Headrest is also uh, coming out with a new album called Making a Door Less Open, which is also dropping tonight and will be available on streaming uh, by the time you are hearing this, I've enjoyed every single thus far. Yes, even Hollywood. And I'm very much looking forward to hearing this album, as I will probably listen to after this podcast is over. A fan broke into Eminem's home just because he wanted to see Eminem. Stan has come to life, ladies and gentlemen. And the only other update I got for you is that uh, Adele is filing a lawsuit with her husband, and as a result, the husband is taking three-fourths of the money. And, hey, look, isn't the stereotype, as misogynistic as it may be, isn't, isn't, isn't the sort of uh, stereotype that, uh, you know, when a divorce happens, the, the woman takes half of the, half of the man's money. But in this case scenario, uh, this man is taking three-fourths of Adele's money. Uh, and, and, and that just seems crazy to me because, but I guess the, uh, the, the, the courtroom, which, uh, ruled for this divorce just said they, 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 they looked at the gender pay gap and was like, Hey, that's still a thing. I guess we got to apply it here too. (laughs) And, uh, yep. That's about it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, 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 groovies and groovettes, if, if you will, we have another very special guest, none other than the rapper Julian, who just came out with his new EP, The Life of Julian. And it is a very awesome instrumental hip-hop EP that I very strongly encourage you to check out. And we're going to be hearing from him about this EP, as well as we're going to talk about some other stuff. And he is also debuting his new single, Right here, during the interview on the Groovy Salami Podcast, folks. Put your hands together, or actually, probably don't clap because you're listening to a podcast and you're probably alone in your home or something, but either way, get excited for an interview exclusive with Julian. We are now recording, and we are now here live, live but pre-recorded exclusive interview with the julian hey julian how you doing man what's going on groovy how are we doing tonight so you just dropped your new ep called the life of julian life of AKA, julian yeah 
Yes, sir, aka your Twitter name, aka I assume that comes from uh I know I know you're a big Kanye fan. I guess that comes from the life of Pablo, maybe. There's there's this album. It's got an orange cover, you know, it's got a lot of words on it. It's I like it a lot. <laughs> um, you know. Like a little bit of indeed. Yeah. For sure, man. Dude, what I was what I was thinking the whole time I was listening to sort of the EP. It's so good, first of all, but like the, the thing that really I get the most from it, very complex mixing, mastering, all these beats that you make and all the all the all these samples and everything. How long does it take you to make these beats and the in the in these instrumentals that you do? And I'll be honest, I don't think I've ever spent more than an hour on an instrumental before. God damn. You uh so have you been doing this for a while? You practice a lot? I've done this for about, I think, like a year and four months now. Just messing around, cool, you know, man. in FM studio. And um, I would say my style's gone from like uh, basic trap beats, you know, just the stuttery hi-hats, which obviously I still have. But, um, right. you know, the basic melodies made in, you know, VST plugins, where now I really, I have such a understanding of the the programs I use that I can just, I experiment with my voice, with different, just shit just being weird sure for sure very, very experimental stuff and that, that's your voice on the uh on the recordings right do you use samples at all um it's always my voice except for if i got a feature but samples yeah man sampling's fucking awesome i say like yeah. hip-hop was created on sampling and oh for mm, sure to the roots like that that intro track champagne dreams it's got a <laughs> weird bell sample from some like russian rock band and it just it sounded dope so i threw it in there and that's the track basically that is cool as fuck dude I, <laughs> that throws me for a loop i didn't expect that at all yeah right that is cool as shit man uh, like i assume sort of the the ep and sort of your style is very uh kanye-esque if i might <laughs> do you sort of uh draw influence from kanye or who do who who do you draw influence from overall creatively like other artists and whatnot yeah that's a great question um i mean how could it not take from kanye when that's like you know i listen to it at the time <laughs> yeah for sure i think i take a lot from him as the basis of my music the the auto-tune crooning the sampled you know the drums i like to program and stuff like that i do take a lot from his style but i also feel i have veered off into my own lane where kanye you know nine out of ten times he is rapping he's not specifically singing i never really rap maybe once or twice here and there i really do like to just you know sing i like to add crazier vocal effects than he you know so i would say mm. more travis you know, more um I Fucking love Justin Vernon, and Very I think cool. the way he uses his voice, layering wise and effect wise, and just doing crazy stuff with his voice, I think that's what really pushed me. I think that's what really like gave me that battery to say, you know, he did it, so you can do it. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. That's really cool, man. I can see those influences coming through too. Yeah, I get told I wear the influences on the sleeves, but it sounds so polished that it's okay. It doesn't sound derivative. Yeah, for sure. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with uh, your influences coming out in your music. I think you still manage to be very fresh and original with it, which is important. Yeah, nobody's really using their like falsetto voice in a hip hop song, you know, like I am. It's yeah. For like sing, I don't even know what I would call it. Like it's more. It's more. Uh, no, it's poppy. It's got elements of hip hop. Obviously, it's got elements of like electronic music. It's just whatever I'm feeling that day, honestly. Yeah, for sure, for sure, very hip hop alternative sort of. Yeah, yeah, very, very. Yeah, but I also like the trap heavy influence as well. You like uh, sort of see yourself continuing to be more instrumental heavy to be more sort of trap heavy with the producing and the beat making or do you want your career to go in more of a direction of producing for other people continue to make sort of instrumental experimental beats music or do you want to be a rapper where do you sort of see your career going as far as that 
That's a good question. Um, I think, well, so I work with, consistently I work with like three or four people. I got, um, you know, SoundMind? Um, yeah. That's a, he's a fantastic rapper. I love sure. I, one guy, he's a big Drake fan. His name is Kosh. I love making beats for him. Got, um, and then just, you know, random clients that pop up like, hey, give me a beat and I'll make a beat. But swear to God, you'll hear the beats from them that I do. It's like soul sample, like classic hip hop stuff. You'll be yeah. like, there's no way that the guy who made that EP made this. Like it sounds completely out of each other's world. So I think when I'm going through mood swings of like, I don't want to work with anybody doing the album i'm doing the weird experimental vocal music i can't make beats for people right now and then yeah, right. swing out of that and be like man i can't sing right now i'm just making beats i'm just chopping samples doing drums for people right and in the future i probably would just see myself on the sidelines as a producer but also just i would like to consistently keep in projects because it does make me happy it makes me happy seeing people's reactions to it all so that's a that's a driving force yeah for sure man that's the most important thing it's good that you're passionate about it i think um i just i don't know what it is but i always knew that i wanted to make music like always as a kid just yeah. like in the songs on the radio like damn how'd they make that and you realize you google it on <laughs> like it's really not that hard <laughs> like put yeah. a few hours in and you can basically learn how to make a pretty simple trap beat like it's really it's not that difficult nowadays very cool very cool like yeah but i feel like you put a lot of work into it though i remember a while ago when you were um first started sort of making beats or maybe not first started but uh in in sort of like a or like a little bit back in the past when you were start, uh, making beats uh, you know, I, I remember hearing a few of them and they were still really good back then, but you've, you've, you've grown as an artist. Do you sort of attribute that to just practice or do you, or like, uh, sort of has inspired you or sort of changed your style? If you feel, if you feel that your style has changed at all, I don't know how you feel on that. Yeah, I think it's, um, did Frank say, he said that he can't make music until he's lived life and, um, I've lived mm. so much life in the last year right that i think that i'm making a song you may notice in my songs you don't know what the fuck i'm saying i'm pretty much just mumbling right <laughs> that is completely intentional because i'm not a bad writer at all i've written some great songs never guess i can write it's the fact that i like to leave it up to interpretation and I'm doing those freestyles, the singing freestyles, even some of the rapping freestyles I do. I'm picturing exactly a specific moment in my head, and I'm like, damn, I need to capture this moment of my life. So I feel like back then, I was so worried about, fuck, how do I make it sound good? How do I use EQ? How do I use reverbs? You know what I mean? Now it's everything's just sure. second name that I can focus on the emotional, the passionate sides of music that just bring out way more in me. Also, back then, I think you probably heard the beats around, like, probably around this time last year. And it was, you know, I was really learning it. I really did not have any experience back then. I, did, I was just picking it up, and I wasn't amazing really? at it. I've never like my beats were like insanely trash you know what i mean even from the very start i've been able to produce nice stuff now in one year the growth is ridiculous so that's why i want to keep going because i want yeah, to see what, sure. what 10 years down the line looks like i want to see what you know yeah. what i can do i'm just like testing myself yeah for sure man that's good man hope you keep experimenting with that your, your ep was also very so you talk about Samples, like soul samples, is that sort of your, I know that's a very popular thing to sample. Is that sort of your favorite thing to sample? How do you choose what you want to sample in your beats or how, or what, what's your favorite genre to uh, pull from, say? Um, so I got like two or three methods of it. You know what I mean? Sometimes my friends will send me mm -hmm. samples because they know I'm into it. You know, they're like, you should sample this. I did one yeah, with my yeah. boy, Ruben. He sent me like an Alicia Keys sample and uh, I FaceTimed him. He, made the beat and he 
guided me creatively and then we got a placement you know what i mean like it, it just happened that quick right. it was awesome. another way is searching samples on youtube and going through playlists that has not once failed me but also i think that's uh that's more artificial because the third way i like to do it is i'm out in public a lot of the times here they're playing in idaho they're playing weird music for some odd reason restaurants long you know boardwalk like they play weird music shazam it and i'm like you know put it in the playlist home you download it you make the song right and that allows you to feel feel like when that happens when i hear a song in real life shazam it on my phone and save it for later that's a memory that the beat sounds so much more inspired so the the champagne dream song the sample from that, that was just me fucking around on YouTube. Just found that sample. It was great. That sample's, that's probably my most, probably my favorite sample that I've ever been able to flip. It just sounds nice to me. Very cool. Very cool. Yes. It's a vibe, whatever you feel. But genre wise, I like to pull from alternative rock. And um, I think one loves pulling from alternative rock because they have these really like hazy spacey guitars these oh, sometimes yeah. the aggressive guitar leads but like they mix it like it's just alternative rock works so well as a sample you'd never guess it but it's awesome for sure yeah and i really did not guess that but i guess if you find the right uh sort of niche in that melody or beat or something you can make something really beautiful out of that exactly yeah sure man it's very cool uh what, what's your what's what's the what's your uh favorite thing that you've ever sampled everything i've ever sampled um yes that champagne dreams well let's let's take that champagne back. dreams uh, i've sampled myself which is really cool on a song that hasn't come sampled out yourself yet. yeah it was crazy i so i'll do old google drive cool. this song not yet this song is like a It'll come out on the album and then it's like i found this old song and i'm like damn i actually sound pretty good here so i took it and i did some crazy shit with it and i'll tell you which song it is but you'll never guess it's me but the fact that i know that it was sampled that way it's ridiculous yeah that's cool man that's cool sampling maybe one day oh, go ahead oh you um i was gonna say i'm Sampling has become so much more of like a one-off thing. You know, you know the arrival song with Steez on the EP, the last song. It has yeah, like those right, huge, right. huge horns in it, right? Yeah, and yeah. I was gonna ask you about the that. Horns are actually are you going? Well, they're the blood on the leaves horns. They're the you know the the lead instrument from blood on oh. the leaves. That was able to like take that and create something crazy with it. Like every, everything. Hey, wait, wait. Like, that is like the sample on that track that is from blood on the leaves the huge horns and it took me it took me a while to get it right wow. i was just i was just fucking with it but like when i say sample i don't mean just put it into the slicer you know what i mean i, I do a lot of extra stuff to it right yeah and <laughs> it's funny what, what i was i was just about to ask you <laughs> or I was just about to say what uh maybe one day you'll be sampling Kanye, Kanye will be sampling you, but you've already been sampling Kanye. Yeah, we've we've been on that way for a minute now, so we're just waiting on him. <laughs> but uh speaking of Kanye, what uh since, since you're a pretty big fan and I am a pretty big fan as well, and uh, I'm sure a lot of people who are fans of you who are gonna be listening to this are also be fans of Kanye. <laughs> what is uh I assume your favorite Kanye album is The Life of Pablo, right? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do a hip hop Twitter uh stereotype exclusive. How would you what what's what's in your top three Kanye albums? Uh it switches a lot, but it used to be I had these really fucking bad takes, right, on Twitter for a long time. So it used to be <laughs> Pablo, A, and graduation. Then I kind of just taking time to step back and realize, like, eh, is his worst album, right? So it's uh, now I would say pretty confidently it's Pablo, Dropout, and Yeezus, just because Dropout, Dropout hits me in a different way now. That's such a, it's such a aspiring, like, it makes me want to get shit done. <laughs> 
That's cool, man. That's cool. It is a very motivational uh, album. I, I I like listening to that one when I'm working out. Uh, my per like, man. How do you feel about my beautiful dark twisted fantasy? Because I've been trying to return to that. I don't know if it's uh, aged poorly or or, or it, probably not. Maybe I've just, I'm just worn out on it. It's not one. That's not one of your favorites. Oh, that's that's fourth. That's fourth. Well, the thing is, oh, yeah. man, it's so it seems to be a lot of people's. I've got I've got top five. And it's Life of Pablo, Yeezus, Twisted Fantasy, Registration, Dropout. But I'm fine with any of those being in the top three. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Any element of that is great. But yeah, Twisted Fantasy Twisted Fantasy has Lost in the World, which is my favorite Yay track. And really? it's the best underdog story in hip-hop history. That's a, that's a fucking amazing album. I've always felt that song is so underrated. I'm a really big fan of that one, too. Have you heard the original sample? Uh, for I'm not I don't oh maybe I don't what is it? It's uh Bonnie Vera Woods. I'll I'll send it to you later. It's uh like send it to me for sure. You'll be surprised how well it like it makes sense. <laughs> if it's Bonnie Vera, I've probably I've probably heard it, but yeah, definitely do that though. I think my personal top three is probably Yeezus Late Registration MBDTF, but it like like you said, it changes all the time. What are some of your other favorite artists? Um. Uh, I'll stay away from like the stereotypical ones. I'll go. So I love Chance the Rapper. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> yeah, Big Day sure, can't even debate me on it. It's a ah, fact. Wait. Big Day is what? I'm sorry. What's a 10 out of 10 album? Interesting take. I respect it, man. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I've reached such a level with that album that uh I think it's become a part of me. Like the album's like a cancerous growth. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't get rid of it, but we have to accept it. Dude, for know, for yeah. sure. Uh, I love Chance. I remember when I was like, you know, two years younger than I am now, just like going to the, the big cities in Idaho because we don't have that many. But I would drive and, and it was raining and I put on coloring book one day. And that album hit me in a different way when it was raining and we were driving like that. That's such a special album to me. I will always it's fantastic. And that's a beautiful album to me. Oh, um, yeah, man. It's the rapper is fucking fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Acid Rap's my favorite mixtape, like, ever. He's a legend yeah. for sure. It's a beautiful mixtape. 10 Days Amazing. Um, yeah, I think okay, I love Chance. Um, I wouldn't say, I guess, important artist to me, so... I guess redundant. I talk about him a lot, but so you know FML, right? With the weekend. Yes, of course. The guy who made that beat, his name is Keon Christ, and he is this insane fucking producer. He is insane. He's my favorite producer of all time. He's this weird blend of electronic pop pop. It's it's amazing. It blew my mind when I first heard him. Cool. He's changed the way I view music. He's easily the the artist I want to be like the most, but it's it's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> of course, man. That's very cool, though. Yeah, he's he's great. Um, and then you know, I'm I love my Travis. I love my Drake. I love my uh, Kendrick. I've, you know, What's your favorite Kendrick album, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I like Damn. Yeah, hell yeah. I like Damn too. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it's underrated. It gets, it gets a little bit of uh, it's a little bit of flack just because it's not as good as uh, you know, uh, it's a pimp a butterfly or even maybe a good kid, Mad City. But I think it's uh, on par. Well, not necessarily on par, but I mean, it's it's fucking fantastic. It's a nine yeah, out of ten. I think, I think realizing to pimp a butterfly is just a league above. Uh. <laughs> like yeah, it's better. But I like I just like damn more. I guess. Oh yeah, um, for sure. Butterfly is it's fucking ridiculous how good that album is. <laughs> like it's 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 the same. Uh-huh. I've listened to that album so many times. I have it on vinyl. I stopped listening to it for a little bit just because I got bored of it. And then I returned to it, I think, two days ago. Man, blew my mind all over again. I could repeat that. What's your favorite song on it? To Pimp a Butterfly? Probably. It's, I always switch between I and probably Mama. 
Because I, well, I love the live recorded. I don't like the original single as much, but uh, he killed it uh, on the on the live version or the album version, essentially. And uh, th but uh, also, Mama is the most. I think is sort of the, uh, I guess, sort of the climax of the album, and it's just it's just such a great and important part of the narrative. I, I mean, I really love that. What about you? Those are my two, and um, I I's probably my favorite Kendrick track. That is the album but version killed it that's yeah such a good song but um all right with pharrell that's an amazing song that's probably oh my like, god yes. that's up there with like best hip-hop songs of all time like just yeah clarity impact that's an amazing ad song oh, for um, sure. you is really good these walls is great uh, Man, you sad. make you gives me chills every time it's so so fucking depressing <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is it really is it really is that's that's an amazing album. I, I just found out the other day. Uh, you know, Red Foo from LMFAO is. I know there's two of them. I'm not sure who he is, but yeah. <laughs> okay, the tall Afro dude. Well, anyways, like he has writing credits for "To Pimp a Butterfly." Apparently, seriously. Yeah, he 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 apparently helped uh, write "King Kunta." <laughs> he so he has a writing credit for. It. That's awesome. That makes that makes me like the album so much more. Like, that's <laughs> for real, right? Awesome. Oh, I was sitting at a six ten, but then learning that, I was like, "Oh, now it, that's a ten ten, baby." Oh, ten. That's an eleven. <laughs> <laughs> First eleven ten album in the history of music. All because of LMFA. That's crazy. all because of Red Foo went from uh, sexy and I know it to being in like the the Harvard Library of albums. <laughs> so. You have this new song is not released yet, but you would like to share your baby with the world. Is that correct? I want you guys to hear that shit. <laughs> what, uh, what's it called again? Michaels. Michaels. And this this track, and I'm about to, well, I'm about to play it uh, for the audience in a sec. But, uh, is there anything you would like in, you would like the listeners to know before they hear this track? Um, my phone died. I needed to charge it. Oh. Like, what should I do? I, you know, charge my phone, plug my phone in, and I made this song in 20 minutes, and I think it sounds all right. It sounds pretty cool. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Cycles by Julian.
Okay, Julian. So when I first heard this track, I thought, God damn, this must have taken him hours, if not days, to produce. First of all, because I'm not a producer, but second of all, because of it seems like the uh, complexity on sort of the mixing of it. And again, I'm not a producer. How long did you say it took you to make that? 20 minutes, 30 minutes. That's, that, that's fucking insane to me, man. <laughs> basically what happened was i found that like that little intro sample and i thought i'm gonna make a soul beat for somebody put it in i'm like i went a little further right so then i you know out of the bass did those like almost like church drums to me huge drums and i just yelled some shit into the microphone and auto-tuned it and there you go oh yeah dude i love seeing just sort of that uh very natural artistic uh, cultivation, just sort of like uh, come out of artists and then then like get created and just be this awesome piece of artwork that we get to experience. Very raw, very raw, very you know undercut. For sure, man. For sure. And is so what? Uh, what exactly did you sample in this? Um, I don't have the name of it, but it's some. A 70s pop band or like a pop pop rock band. This was like this was just the intro of their uh intro of their song. Like it was you know, I just basically threw it in there and make you know, hoped it sounded good. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. What are you uh you so your your voice is on there as well. What are you uh well what are you saying on there? I don't remember. I have no idea. <laughs> No, it was something cool. So I think the last part, you hear the last part, like you can almost make out a few words. But like I said, I I like to kind of leave it up to interpretation. Like people, I mean, if you're really going to get into the, oh, I got it. It's called The Smith Connection Under My Wings is the song I sampled in here. Oh, cool, cool, cool. It's a cool song. Just check it out. And then, um, I repeat that, cut out a little bit. Oh, I, I asked, what'd you say? <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, I was asking who it's by. It's called The Smith Connection. Smith Connection, cool. I, I, when, you, when you first started saying it, I was like, that's, that's by the fucking Smiths? Yeah, right, that's Smith that's, Connection. After Smiths, or Smith yeah. Connection, I just saw The Smith, dot, dot, dot. I'm like, the Smiths have a, like an album cover? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that was like, holy shit, man. Right. <laughs> Uh, like uh, the you don't you don't remember uh, sort of the words that you're saying because I was listening with a very sharp ear trying to make out what you were saying. Either way, it sounds beautiful, but uh, you don't you don't remember. And I'm thinking, you know, what it is about a it's a it's a very personal song, you know. And I thought I kind of want to drown that out, right? And so I get I get criticized for the effects I use, but I think I'm I'm never gonna stop using them because it is a way to personalize myself and make it more open and you know open up to more people even though you can't really understand what i'm saying i feel like it's different in that way where you turn it on you you make your own memories you know you interpret your own things in your mind i think that's a cool way to look at it for sure for sure i agree with that got anything else you want to say about the uh single before we move on to uh twitter questions and hot takes uh, drops on Sunday. Drops on Sunday. Can't wait to hear it, man. Can't wait for the world to experience it. I am also very honored that I got to hear it first. I'm like, hell yeah. yeah. I, haven't, I haven't shared this with anybody yet. Just you. And well, now the, now the podcast, but yeah. This, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, you're my first feedback besides my mom. Oh, hell yeah, man. I'm glad. I'm, me, and, me and your mom, me and your mother are so proud of you, Julian. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> So uh, we sent out a tweet asking people to reply to this tweet with uh, questions, hot takes you want discussed on the pod. And uh, we got quite a few uh, pretty good questions here. Um, at God or Janice asks, hey guys, for Julian, how much time do you devote to fully crafting a song? And how do you know it's ready to be released? 
love the, he also says, I love the life of Julian and can't wait to hear more stuff from you. And that he both, he hopes we both stay safe as well in this global lockdown. Oh, you too, Janus. I love you, Janus. I don't know if you saw Janus is a great rapper, man. Like he posted a video of himself rapping the other day. That shit was. Oh my it's... God. I missed it. Yeah, I hope, I hope to work with you in the future. So I appreciate the kind words always. Um, we already kind of discussed, you know, it doesn't really take me that long to make shit. Um, I know what's done is when, so it's, it's kind of a weird process for me where I will never be like in the studio working on a song and I, you know, I just added the snare drum and I'm like, that's it. I'll always have to take a little break. Always like, you know, we'll take a walk, go take a drive or something. Then what I'll do is I'll come back. And if it sounds, you know, completely like skeletal, bare bones, still like demoed project, I know I've got to fix some stuff. I know I've got to change some stuff. You know, we go back, we change it. But most of the times it's really, I am very in the moment person. I'm a very about the feeling person. And if the song sounds good when I come back an hour later, that's the song and we drop it. And, that's, you know, that's it's a really basic work process, but it's always worked for me. Is a very cool. That is very cool, man. And, uh, I think this is a very good question, not uh, specifically related to the EP, but we will get back to it. At Great Pizza YT asks, most overlooked rapper? Who do you think the most overlooked rapper is, Julian? Vic Mensa. Vic Mensa, really? Like Vic Mensa? I do. I do like some Vic Mensa. I'm. I. I'm not I'm a huge fan of him no, overall, but. Um, it's okay. I didn't mind it, but like, any three punks. Yeah, it's just it's not great. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, fun. it's not it's not really a great cohesive album. But uh, three years sober, I thought is a great song. I think there was one or two other. Um, there's, there's you know three or four good tracks on there, and um, yeah. I love him, man. I love Vic. He's got um, He's great, a lot yeah. of, one of the best hip hop EPs of probably the last decade, honestly. For sure, um, for sure. Uh, autobiography is great that's his debut album that's great internet tape is great um i even like the hooligans everybody hated that one but i love that one yeah uh, i have a very neutral opinion on that one so i continue it's uh you know it's cool it's not i don't think it's his best work i think he's riding the juice world wave a little too hard on there but um i still think he's a very talented rapper one of the best yeah. out there honestly Nice. That is very cool. Even in 93 Punks, what I liked about that album is that it sort of took me back to like some of the punk pop that I listened to back in high school. And even though it was a twinge of cringe, it's still, it, it, it was still nostalgic as well as I think he executed really well. well I, yeah. I can definitely see where you're coming mm-hmm. from with that. Um, who else would be an overlooked rapper? Um, I don't know. We appreciate everybody. Um, <laughs> For sure, man. Smino is really overlooked. Oh my god, yes. I cannot believe Smino is not topping charts all the fucking time, dude. I love Smino. I mean, Saba is so praised on the app. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. That would be the type of rapper we like. But yes, Smino's great. His mixtape was honestly really good. The better hip-hop mix this year. Um, so Absol isn't particularly underground, but I think he's a really, I, he is like a top 10 lyricist of all time for me. I fucking I love Absol. Necessarily got into him, but what I've heard I like. Like, I, he's a talented dude. Black hippie stuff is great. He's great. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Um, I would say, I mean, I think Z- Isaiah is still underrated in public eyes, but we talk about it a lot on Twitter, so it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're holding down the Ford as far as a yeah. praise goes. Isaiah is one of my favorite artists. Um, Me too, man. Yeah, we, we give everybody a lot of love. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. And and got to give praise where praise is due. I'm just the craft. Yeah, that's a good question. I you know it's, it's weird. We don't actually have that many overlooked rappers, which is a good thing. That's really oh, yeah. good. Uh, at Fifth Dealer or Jackson asks, just wants to ask if you love him, Julian. Jackson, I fucking love you. Jackson, Jackson is one of the greatest men I've ever met in my life. One of the most <laughs> accomplished men. Um, I don't know if you've have you seen the the gif of the monkeys dancing in a circle? I'm not. I don't. I do not believe I have. No. I'll, 
I'll I'll make sure you have. And uh, he <laughs> really started the popularization of that. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with the the term juicing. He really created the juice movement and along with pushing the drain gang agenda, Jackson, you're a goat. <laughs> That's awesome, man. A A1 A- Jackson, man. Uh, at <laughs> Amir Allen uh, with two N's and also two A's. Yeah, okay. Uh, he, Amir Allen asks, "Why do we? Uh, why do y'all have the same favorite Kanye song, Julian? What? What's your favorite Kanye song?" What was the question? The question was, "Why do we have the same favorite Kanye song?" Um, I'm not sure if you talk about "Lost in the World" or "Famous." Those are my two. But, um, either way, like those are great picks. You're you're good either way. <laughs> um. Goat, the queen herself at Blonde Aaron asks, how many, how many, she wants to know how many scrabbles you have on the life of Pablo. Why I'm also curious of this. I have, hold on. Oh. How many? Um, I haven't had a last FM for a long time, but this week I have 318. Damn. All time, I have 796. I'm quite into it this week. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, for real. How, how long have you had the? How long have you had the last FM app? In November. Okay, that's very cool. For people who do not know, uh, Last FM is an app that counts how much you stream an artist or album and whatnot, and you know, but it only starts working when you download the app. But, uh, yeah, very cool, man. Looking at mine now, I haven't had the app very long, but I got 110 scrabbles on the life of Pablo. Which, uh, you know, makes sense. Not my not my personal favorite Kanye album. Still very much up there. Makes sense that you would have seven goddamn hundred. <laughs> I mean, I would say like a solid one third of those is just Father Shush My Hand. Nice. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great track. I, I, I got a little bit of a controversial opinion. Most people uh, don't really like Highlights that much. How do you feel about it? Because that's, that's probably my one of my favorite tracks on there. Which song? Highlights? Highlights, yeah. I fucking love highlights. That's a fantastic oh, yeah, song. Uh, for sure, top five artist for me. And uh, the I, that's a fantastic song. I don't know why yeah. people dislike that song. The production's great. Me either. Yeah, we and we don't get to hear uh, that top tier that that uh, that level of rapping that Kanye does on that song that he really shows out like like we do very much anymore. It's true. That whole album, honestly, I. It's weird because you'll look at reviewers like, uh, you know, Dead End Hip Hop and uh, Sean C. And I'm, I'm not sure how Sean C. felt about it, but um, the album was generally reviewed pretty highly. Yeah. Look at it. And it's weird because I don't know why I felt like it had a bad rep going for it, but really everybody liked that album. Like, I don't really know oh, really yeah. like Life of Pablo. Yeah. I agree with that. A lot of, a lot of, I noticed a lot of, um, like old Kanye fans, people who are very, very much sticklers about uh, liking a, a old Kanye will sometimes shit on the album. But I mean, I, th- I think that's uh, unfair. It's a great, it's great. Yeah, I've even seen some say they love it because, you know, it's got, I mean, even songs like Famous, he's rapping his ass off there, you know, like, uh, but it's got No More Parties. It's got 30 Hours. It's got same Oh, problems. yes. That's for everybody, I think. For sure, for sure. Damn, I forgot about no. I don't know how, but I forgot about no more parties in LA. That's a fucking amazing. Friends, uh, I mean that. FML is underrated, man. It was very underrated. I think that whole that five track run from Waves to Frank's track is like the top, the best five track run you can find in Kanye's catalog. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I damn, that's a good tick. I haven't even thought of that. Dave's FML, Real Friends, Wolves to Frank's track. That's that's a solid lineup. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, at II Soundmind underscore or Soundmind asks, uh, what your favorite beat is that you remember making? Um, had one back in the day. It was called. TW or something was on SoundCloud for like a minute, and that was like the first time I went back on a beat. It was like months into my journey, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's amazing!" 
um, but there's one on my SoundCloud I made this summer. It's the title of the song is just like a bunch of sevens. But that is the finest beat I've ever made up until this point. It's amazing. It's got like a crazy synth lead. It's it's amazing. That's a fucking amazing cool. song. It's awesome, man. It also asks uh, what you think uh, Kanye's best unreleased song is. Uh, Eighty degrees. Oh hell yeah. And that that'd be top of his discography for me. Yeah, for sure, that is a that is a good one for sure. <laughs> I, I sort of like this one. I'm not, I'm not even sure if we're uh, at second half. FC wants us to talk about the existence of hell and the many different interpretations of it. Dante uh, and he he provides an example like Dante's Inferno. No, I don't know what that is. Hold up. Oh, Dante's Inferno is like there's uh the. A sort of philosophical uh, religious theory that there are different levels of hell. I can't remember oh. how he defines each different level. I think there are three. I could be totally butchering this. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's different levels of hell, but uh, I don't know. Do you believe in that, Julian? Do you believe Dante's um, Inferno? Well, I wouldn't knock you for I'm, I'm open to everything, honestly. I am, sure. uh, you know, a decently religious person. I think. Um, believe in the concept of it i think the modern i, I don't know the, a, mo, a more modernized take would be that everybody goes to hell if everybody goes to hell or if it no in your religion if you've committed the sin oh yeah yeah no every everybody's fucking going to hell we're all burning <laughs> yeah dude oh, there, there, there's no there's no saving us you know the we're, we're, famous Bible verse, John three sixteen. You motherfuckers are all going to hell. Exactly. My favorite reference. Um, <laughs> I honestly don't know where I stand about it. I think about heaven a lot more than I think about hell, which is that's a interesting comment. But um, I don't know. <laughs> I think oh, you know, if you've done some fucked up shit, you're going to a fucked up place, I guess. But yeah, for sure. I mean, very cool. It is a it is a concept, and concepts are powerful. I suppose. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's a, that's a good question. That's a very interesting question. <laughs> uh, uh, at Burn French Toast asks, or Josh asks, how did you get so talented, Julian? Josh, Josh, you're one of my favorite mutuals of all time. I've known this guy for so long. He's he's like one of the nicest dudes on this app. Seriously, but, um, I, man. It's a lot of sad nights in my room with iced tea and telling myself that I'm going to be the best. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what you got to do sometimes, man. Turn, this, turn the sad nights, turn the lonely nights into art. <laughs> For sure. With iced tea. With iced tea. Gold Peak unsweetened. At NB... Audacious asks, do you believe in fairies? Hell yeah. Tinkerbell? I don't think uh, Peter Pan or Tinkerbell particularly dies, and if they do, that kind of ruins the story for me. So Disney movie. Why would they do that to us? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, why would they hire a talented actor like Peter Pan if he's going to die, man? Exactly. That's a fucking wasted investment. <laughs> Julian, once again, Congratulations on like this EP because it's it's really great. Do you have any music going forward that uh, that 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 you're looking to release? Do you have any upcoming uh, aside from the single? Do you have any upcoming projects we should know about? Oh, not really, but that could change in a minute because I work so fast that I could probably like throw together an album in two weeks and that could all change. But you never know. We'll see what happens. Definitely looking to release a full LP by the end of the year. Awesome, you know, 10, man. Twelve song you know mark some growth show people what i can do and uh yeah we'll look forward to it you know we'll we'll see what happens and uh yeah sure uh and uh you're are you on all streaming platforms oh but if i ever do an lp i will i think that's okay, important very cool well uh i will link your soundcloud in the description of this podcast uh and everybody please go check out julian's ep called the life of julian I have a new single coming out Sunday, right? Sir, Sunday morning. Sunday morning called Cycles. So please be looking out for that. Julian, do you have any last words before you 
die, and by die, I mean before this interview ends. And I want every single one of you to take this interview in, listen to everything I've said, listen to everything Groovy said, disregard it completely, and go listen to the life of Pablo. That's all I want you guys to do. Love it. Love it. Inspirational words and very good advice from the man himself, Julian. <laughs> Thanks so much, Julian, for, for letting me talk to you, letting me interview you. It's, it, it's been a blast, been really fun, and I wish you the best of luck in all your artistic endeavors. Thank you so much, Groovy. I fucking love the podcast. Thank you so much for letting me be on it. I hope to be on for it sure, soon. sure, man. Uh, thank you for supporting always, man. Of course, dude. All right, peace out, man. See you. Thank you so much for listening, everybody, and thank you once again to Julian for being on the podcast. Uh, be sure to check out his EP. You can find it on SoundCloud. I will link it in the description. It is called The Life of Julian, and make sure to keep an eye out for his single, which drops tomorrow, called Cycles. Follow Julian on Twitter at The Life of Julian, and don't forget to follow me on Twitter while you're at it at Danny the Salami to keep up with the podcast, keep up with uh, what I'm talking about, what music I'm listening to, and to hear me hear hear me uh, tweet really bad jokes all day long, pretty much. And uh, yep, that's it. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Thank you to Patrick Adamai for doing the theme music for this podcast, as always. You can also find his SoundCloud in the description. And thank you to Danielle Vaughn uh, for doing the logo and designing the artwork. You can find more of her artwork uh, on her Instagram, Danielle IRL. Uh, please, please, please uh, give this podcast a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you might be listening to it, because that is very helpful if you do not mind. And share this podcast with your friends, if, if, if you so choose to. Uh, I really appreciate all the listener support. Peace out. <laughs>